Hello, I'm your host, Laura Ambler. Welcome to the Creating Your Community Podcast 2021 edition. Every day, I read articles and see posts about increased loneliness, depression, and anxiety. People are feeling cut off and isolated, even though social media is busier than ever. My friends tell me they want to build connection, especially during this time of COVID-19, but they don't know how. This is where I hope this podcast can help. Last year, I was inspired to make this podcast a daily event. Because of feedback from you, I've decided to continue my daily musings on how to build a new relationship with yourself and those around you. I'll share fun facts, ideas for self-care, and other morsels of good stuff I've discovered. Let's make 2021 a year of inner exploration and connection with the world around us. Ah, happiness. That elusive, ever-sought state of being. How do we ever find you? Who has the secret? Well, according to Helen Russell, a writer from London, England, who lived in a certain country, one country does have the secret to happiness, and that would be Denmark. They are always at the top of the list for the happiest country in the world. And she wrote a book about it called The Year of Living Danishly. And according to Ms. Russell, she identified 10 reasons why the Danish people are happier than anyone in the world. So, what are those 10 reasons? Well, I'll tell you. Number one, they are trusting. In fact, they are so trusting that they leave their children outside of stores when they go into the store and they know that their children will be outside safe and secure when they come back out. This is trust of the community. It's amazing. Number two, Huga, spelled H-Y-G-G-E, which means to relax, to enjoy candles, the glow of candles, comfy blankets, plush pillows, to take care of yourself, to enjoy your friends and your family, people you like, and spend time with them. There's often cake involved and usually coffee. Number three, they use their body. They go biking and they go hiking and they go skiing and swimming. In other words, they keep that blood pumping. Number four, they live in beautiful environments. They care about the aesthetic in their homes Who hasn't heard of Danish design? Their chairs are sleek, their tables are smooth and large because they like to have those friends over for huga. And they have glowing lights that don't put a harsh glare on their faces that enhance the feeling of their homes. Number five. They streamline their options. 
In other words, they give themselves less choices. She found that instead of giving themselves choices of what to do, for example, going to dinner or going to the movies or going to a play or going to a museum or going to a sports event, instead of having 10 choices for what to do for an evening, they would give themselves two between going out to a restaurant or going to a movie. They made choices simple. They also didn't have as much to choose from at the store, which she said was fine. They had 10 choices of bread versus 50. Who needs 50 choices of bread? Number six, they're proud of who they are. They own what they're good at. They fly their flag and are proud of it, but not in a weird nationalist way. They celebrate life and celebrate their country. But they don't take themselves too seriously in that pride. They're not afraid of being judged. They have no shame, no fear of being humiliated. They're enthusiastic in who they are and in their individuality. Number seven, they value family. And that just doesn't mean blood relatives. It also means the people who matter to them, their friends. They're also considered family. And they don't overwork themselves. They work hard. They're actually one of the most productive countries in the world. Even though they leave work on time, and leave it behind. In fact, their work week averages from 34 to 37 hours. So they have a lot of time to spend with their family. Number eight is equal respect for equal work. Men and women are treated equally. They're paid the same amount. They're valued the same. Caregiving is valued equally whoever is doing it. Men and women are given paternity leave and not just a week, 10 weeks to spend with their new baby. That is valuing family. Number nine, they like to play. And play can mean all sorts of things. It can mean sports, but it also can mean baking, cooking, painting, being creative, taking time off to explore who they are and the world around them. And number 10 is they share. They will bake cookies and give them to the neighbor, bake dinner and share it, invite people over for huga. They're a very social country. Also very honest, she said, though. If you have thin skin, Denmark probably isn't the place to you for you uh, because they will honestly tell you if you're having a bad hair day, if that dress doesn't look good on you, 
or if they don't agree with what you're doing. She also said the word please is not in Danish vocabulary at all. They just ask you to do something and expect it to be done. No please or thank you about it. A little different. So, was there anything in this list that you thought was a good idea to implement? I think hygge definitely is a great idea. And equal respect for equal work should be everywhere in the world. I hope you have a happy, happy day. And thanks for listening. Please join me tomorrow for creating your community. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And follow Creating Your Community on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Talk with you tomorrow.